Welcome to Words and Ways, a mini podcast from Young Life, where our goal is to get to know and become more like Jesus each day. One of the best ways to do this is to spend time in God's Word. But sometimes, the stories in the Bible get so familiar that we might stop expecting to see and learn new things. So join us each week as we dive into Scripture, believing that there's always more to see, always more to learn, and always more to experience. Luke chapter 8 verses 40 to 50 and Mark chapter 5 verses 24 to 34. On the other side of the lake the crowds welcomed Jesus because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. Jesus went with him and all the people followed crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately the bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of this terrible condition. Jesus realised at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched me? Everyone denied it. And Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realised that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. While he was still speaking to her, a messenger arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. He told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But when Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jairus, Don't be afraid, just have faith and she will be healed. Twelve years. That's enough time for a newborn to grow into a middle schooler, for a middle schooler to grow into a young adult, for a white oak tree to grow 15 feet taller, and for a blue whale to reach its full size of 300,000 pounds. It's also enough time for one specific woman living in Jesus' day to lose absolutely everything. Because of the customs and laws back then about certain diseases and medical conditions, for 12 long years, the woman in this story had been cast aside and isolated. Imagine being in her shoes, or sandals, alone and helpless, and then hearing about a man named Jesus who was traveling the countryside healing untold numbers of people at no cost. It would be worth taking the biggest risk of your life just to have one last shot at health and wholeness. Imagine weaving your way through a bustling crowd where you were not supposed to be, your face partially hidden so that you wouldn't be noticed, your arms held in tightly against your side so you wouldn't accidentally bump into someone and get accused of spreading uncleanness. Imagine finally catching sight of Jesus the healer. 
just ahead, almost within reach. And then, imagine hearing the crowd chatter about how Jesus was actually on his way to a very important person's house, a man named Jairus, who had a home, a family, friends, power, prestige, everything the woman didn't have, and who also had a sick daughter, who just happened to be 12 years old. If the woman understood anything besides despair and distress, she understood how long 12 years was. Maybe the woman felt like, yet again, someone more important was getting the care and attention that she hoped for and needed, in which case she would have to hurry to reach Jesus before he disappeared with Jairus and her chance was gone forever. Imagine finally being close enough to stretch out your arm and touch the robe the same robe that Roman soldiers would eventually gamble for, feeling the fringe and the fabric, and knowing instantly that you were healed, that all was well, that the impossible had actually happened. And then, as you turn to hightail it out of there and get safely away before being seen, for that was never her desire, imagine hearing a gentle voice say, Wait, who touched me? As the bustling crowd comes to a screeching halt and everyone's heads turn this way and that and Jesus himself scans the faces to find the person who had intentionally and hopefully touched him. When he found her, he invited her to speak, something that maybe hadn't happened in 12 years. And when she told her whole story to Jesus, the whole crowd heard it including Jairus, the very important man whose very important task was put on hold while she spoke and Jesus listened. Imagine being Jairus. Your beloved daughter, your only child, is home dying while you seek out Jesus for help. And when you finally connect with him, you're interrupted and stopped. Imagine standing there, waiting, and waiting, and waiting, while the woman told about everything she'd experienced during the last 12 years, years during which Jairus had maybe mostly enjoyed laughter, joy, and good times with his daughter, perhaps not thinking much about what others might be going through. And then imagine getting news that Jesus was no longer needed because your daughter was no longer dying. She was now dead while well, Jesus had stopped for someone else. But most importantly of all, imagine hearing Jesus name the woman. Now, if you were the woman being named daughter by the King of Kings in the middle of a large listening crowd, well, it shattered your world because daughter is more than a name. It's an identity that comes with a family. She was welcomed, she belonged, and in that moment, her life was changed forever. And so was Jairus's, because there was no other word, name, title, or identity that Jesus could have given the woman that would have been as shocking to Jairus as daughter. For if Jairus understood anything, he understood what it meant to love a daughter. And so in that moment, Jairus also understood how deeply Jesus loved the woman. Jairus and the woman couldn't have been more different. 
both in their circumstances and in their personalities. And yet, Jesus cared for them both. He gave them both just exactly the time and attention that they each needed. And he never once told either of them to be more like the other. Their unique ways of approaching Jesus, reaching out to Jesus, and telling Jesus what they needed was just fine. And that's very good news for all of us because we are all so very different. How do you approach Jesus? Do you feel pressured to do it like someone else? To be more bold and vocal like Jairus? Or more humble and quiet like the woman? Or do you come to Jesus as yourself? And how do you view those who've been pushed aside, overlooked, deemed less worthy, like the woman? Do you see them? Listen to them? Get to know them? Do you believe that Jesus calls each of them daughter or son? And how do you view those who seem to have it all together, to lack nothing, to enjoy every advantage that life offers, like Jairus? Do you see them? Listen to them? Get to know them? Do you believe that they, too, love, trust, and desperately need Jesus? This story invites us to think about those things. It invites us to think about the gentle kindness of our powerful saving king. It invites us to think about all of the people all around us, each one of whom needs Jesus just as much as we do. Thanks for joining us in the words and ways of Jesus. Check out the program notes for written scripts, discussion questions, and additional resources. Our hope is that the words and ways of Jesus transform your mind, fill your heart, and encourage your soul today and every day.